Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast, part two. Part two. Pastor Brett Bow, Pastor Jason Gooden, and Pastor Brian Rickey. All right. Ho- hopefully this is better than Hot Shots. Yeah, right. I was parody say, movies many, from the uh, 80s. From <laughs> <laughs> the 90s. Well, we I have guess. been taking our in-between break times yeah. talking about movies. And, We're talking about British mysteries as well. Yeah, yeah right. About. I'm a huge, huge fan. Music, I, I remember movies. seeing um, Stuart Briscoe Sr., uh, speak at a pastor's conference. And so he's British, of course, and mm-hmm. he's there to cracking jokes. I literally was the only one laughing in my entire section because really? they were, there was British humor. And uh. I... I loved it. I just, I love that dry, <laughs> witty sense of humor. I was right. literally the only one laughing, but he kind of uh, turned we, and looked at me. I'm like, it was funny. I think right. as Americans, we can safely recognize that British people are just more interesting. And I mean, even, even like you get that uh, British Indian accent, yeah. but mm. I could listen to Ravi Zacharias oh, talk right. all day long. I don't care what he's saying. It's like, <laughs> just read this vacuum cleaner instruction it's like manual. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and they, yeah. It's weird to see, like, if he ever plays bad guys, which he has every once in a while, it's just so hard because you want to love the guy yeah. because of his voice, you know. Because Tim yep. Curry was that way in the 80s. Oh, right. He, he was the bad guy that you just loved mm-hmm. in all the 80s movies. So <laughs> Funny. And, you know, I think there is kind of an emptiness out there of people that are producing good quality, quality entertainment. entertainment. We're going to be curmudgeonly <laughs> yeah, get off well, my lawn. <laughs> and I think it does It does kind of tie into what we're talking about here of, I think those types of shows really flesh out and show the temptations and, and show the struggles of life. Yeah. As a and guy, those themes, yeah. Sorry, no, go no, ahead. no. As a guy who's not a professional art critic, sure, on, yeah. on any level, you know, whatever it is. I think there's a fine line in art between showing depravity mm-hmm. and yep. being actually depraved. Right. You know, it's it's the criticism against Christian entertainment. Scare quotes. Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that you know, it's the it's the Kirk Cameron type of stuff that is so afraid to sure. show sin. Yep. And so that that falls off on one end mm-hmm. but then you know it's the the american context that we're just going to show everything and leave nothing to the imagination yeah, that right. is being yep. depraved but yep. recognizing the depravity i mean you know we've talked i think on this podcast about how more often than not good secular music mm-hmm. captures yes. the human condition far better than yeah, generic you said it Christian. better than i was trying to say it yeah the yeah. human condition yeah this, it, it just captures it better than what christians are able to do because we're less willing to talk about and acknowledge sin that I mean, that is the temptation issue front and center. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, you know, if we're talking about as Christians, the sixth command, the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer is the mm-hmm. human condition. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What What do you mean by that? Or how? Well, you know, we left off last episode talking about the simul, 
the simul, mm-hmm. the simultaneously or simul justus et peccator. Uh, simul justus yes, et peccator. Some Latin, some Latin. Now I really sound smart. Uh, just listen to you Jordan Cooper's with a British podcast. Accent. Nope. <laughs> I, I I can pull off if I need to an yes. Irish accent. I cannot do a British. It always ends up really bad Australian. And yeah, you know what? Right there. <laughs> Pastor Brian Wolfmuller right. has the uh, market cornered on bad Australian accents, so <laughs> I don't even true. need to go do that on the Table Talk Radio podcast. Uh, but anyway, yes. sorry. Yeah, we're we're uh, advertising everybody's podcast yes. this episode, but vocation. Yeah, vocation. <laughs> just bring us back. In. <laughs> I just said to throw that out there. If if, if we get we, too far, we might off not get into it. Just right. Right. Vocation. 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 Oh, yeah, great. Let's just talk about it. Just a random evocative. Yeah, <laughs> but you know. Here's our segue into the content we're going to talk about today. We talk about entertainment. We talk about everything in the world around us. Mm -hmm. Luther does a good job here in the explanation to the sixth petition of talking about the causes of temptation, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, and what it is. You mentioned that threefold Mm -hmm. nature uh, of the sources of our temptation is the flesh, the world, and the devil. devil. Uh, But what is interesting here for modern, uh, and especially modern American theology to consider, is one of the causes of temptation, according to this petition, and of course, according to scripture, is not God. Mm -hmm. We have to, we are forced by Luther to acknowledge God tempts no one. This, This isn't God forcing me into an undesirable situation. Mm-hmm. And so we we honor and glorify God by acknowledging that we do not blaspheme his name in our suffering even to accuse him of doing this to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we do. I mean, it's a lot of people that end up blaming God for something that he's not even a part of, you know. It, it's mm-hmm. one of, you know, one of the things I'm most passionate about is that when people are embittered against the church, for mm. the sins of the church. They end up embittered against God for the sins of the church. Mm-hmm. And and that breaks my heart. Yeah. I, I, I don't get angry at those people. I get angry at the people who drove them to that. Right. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the, the causes of temptation are the known elements that we have in the sinful world, our mm-hmm. own sinful flesh, yeah, right. the, the sinful world around us, and, of course, the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you mentioned this in the last episode, Sometimes it's a mixture of all three, or a mixture of a couple. It, it, you know, it's yeah. we, we, probably our flesh is involved in every single. <laughs> Always, yeah, right. Every, yeah. You know, it's you know, when we're accused of wrong, the first thing mm-hmm. we should do is probably acknowledge right. that the, some of that accusation is probably accurate, even right. if it, we think it's unfounded. Yeah. We want we want to play it off on the devil versus yeah, our, well, our flesh and the devil, maybe. When we have the devil made me do it, mm-hmm. that you know, kind of empty theology, but it's the devil's using what's already there in yeah, us right. to deceive us. Yep. You know? Church lady theology? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! You what just you, totally derailed me with a what, flood of memories. What memory. do you mean by that? No, Dana, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Dana old, Carvey old, on yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yes, 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 yes. The, the, the first thing that popped into my mind is when she's talking about Santa and she re- rearranges the letter. Could it be Satan? <laughs> Who could it be? <laughs> Sorry. <Yes. laughs> but the, I mean, fantastic. That's holiness movement. Sure. Uh, theology is to say we can lead a holy, mm-hmm. W-H-O-L-L-Y, right. sinless life. And then when you point out sin yep. in someone's life, they'll say, oh, the devil made me do it. Sure. Well, I don't think we understand how how far off our flesh is or how far 
perverse we are. Oh, and how, absolutely. How deep the depravity yeah. yes. goes. And you said it better than much, I was trying to say. Yeah, how, <laughs> much, how much of that infection is really in existence in our heart, yeah. mind. It's amazing. Yeah. If we yes. can see yes, that. Yes. And it's not in this like beat yourself over the right. head kind of a thing. It's just a reality check. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like playing a sport. So say I, I, my, I have a weak knee. I got to wear this brace. If I don't wear this brace, man, I'm going to... I'm going to tear my knee up to yep. the point where I, I can't play anymore or do anything anymore. And and it's it's just the reality of the weakness of that joint or whether it be our lungs or any other part of our body. It's just acknowledging our absolute weakness mm-hmm. in the presence yep. of a righteous and holy God right. who gave up everything so that we could have everything in him, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's it. So, you know. I, I heard a pastor one time... Um, say it this way. He said, sometimes we don't confess our sins because we don't want God to know how bad we are. Hmm. <laughs> he says, the amazing thing about that is first, you can't hide anything no, from God. No, that's right. Absolutely. God knows how yep. bad you are. Yep. And if he were to reveal yep. how evil your heart Ugh. is, we it, could would, handle it. it would crush you. But it would while, destroy you. But while we were yet sinners... While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yes, exactly. Knowing full well the total depravity of our heart. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the causes of our temptation uh, at the very outset is we Mm -hmm. are the ones who are causing the temptation. We are Mm -hmm. the ones who are putting the thing that we know we are weak against Mm -hmm. in front of our eyes. So we start with the man in the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, this is too silly today. But. It's it's the old Adam. You know, right. it's uh, we, we need an ancestry dot com to take us all the way back to. Oh no, we don't. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I think Genesis did that, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> we uh, our forefathers Adam, and we've got his sin nature. We yep. look just like him. <laughs> and in in here, just to do a, a preview uh, to the formula of Concord, we we must make the distinction that we have a tainted sinful humanity, but mm-hmm. we are not the essence of sin. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the formula of Concord confesses that because Luther had a student or there was a, a contemporary of Chemnitz and, and the people who, who mm-hmm. did the formula of Concord that was so alarmed at the weakness in teaching the original sin, uh, this guy by the name of Matthias Flacius, mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. went to say that we are the essence of sin, which makes yeah. God the creator we were created in the image of God. We're always created in the image of God, and even though that image is distorted, um, we are. That's that's actually mm-hmm. the beginning of our essence there, mm-hmm. even though it's been infected. But yeah, we're as tainted as we possibly can be, but we are mm-hmm. not sin yeah. itself. Yep, that is yep. that is foreign to what God created us to be, and so we need to acknowledge that. But we also need to acknowledge that as our sin tempts us. We're surrounded by a world of other sinners, yeah, and right. it is the nature of the world in rejecting God to cause us to sin. Mm-hmm. And, and they will use uh, any means necessary by enticing us that this sinful thing is acceptable mm-hmm. or by ostracizing us in, in causing mm-hmm. us to fear. You Think about the tactics used by this commission in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the, the Colorado baker, first it was the, making a cake to celebrate Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, gay marriage, and then it was making a cake to celebrate some transgender mm-hmm. thing. And the world is trying to get him by attacking his livelihood mm-hmm. to sin. 
this is what temptation looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, it. the world is offensive. It drives us to be impatient. It drives us to want to be like it mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's easier to go along with something mm-hmm. to, to kick against the, right. the goads, you know? And I think as we live in this world, we, we hear things over and over again. And I think a lot of times without even realizing it, we're picking up on attitudes and even the way the world talks about certain things. And I caught myself the other day saying something. I, I said, wait a second, I've never said it like that before. And mm-hmm. I realized, hey, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just hearing the world around me talk in certain ways yeah, you get worn down and it becomes common mm-hmm. and then it becomes comfortable. Right. And and we got to watch out for that. And then Luther acknowledges, as scripture does, that the, the force behind all this is Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I call that the nickel and dime effect. He mm. kind of nickel and dimed on a daily basis. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he, you know, Satan's activity is that he leads us to mm-hmm. despise God's word and he yep. eventually leads us to despise God himself. Yeah. Yep. And it comes through despair. Right. It, it comes through anger. Why would, why would God not want me to be happy? Mm-hmm. You know, well, how many and, times and, have you heard that? And that's part of that sinful infection that just really opposes us against the things of God. You know, and I think we sometimes forget about that too. Even though we're made in the image of God, as sin mm-hmm. infects our heart and mind, we're born in a place where we detest. Mm-hmm. In, on a natural basis, the things of God, and and the devil knows that, and he plays into that. He's mm-hmm. like, how can I? get this revived yeah. again. How do I, you know? Right. He knows which buttons to press in us to lead us in that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's and it's a hard thing to talk about because it, the experience of temptation is different for different people. Sure. And so you run into these things, you know, like articles, can a Christian watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> you know, and it, it's not the right question. Sure. We, we don't go down a path like that because we're not... How lo- far is too far. Exactly. Yeah. We're not looking for what is the bare minimum I can get away with. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a matter of conscience. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of sin. What is God's will for yeah. our lives? But it's a matter of different people are tempted in completely different ways. You mm-hmm. know, and you, know, you, you talk to someone who is an alcoholic... And maybe even the smell of a beer will trigger them into a relapse. And you can talk to someone. I know several people that can have a beer or two or three mm-hmm. without it affecting them at all. And they're nowhere near to lapsing into drunkenness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And it's what we're looking at is that we are being tempted by the world, mm-hmm. by the devil, but by our sinful flesh. Yeah to sin and the response of the Lord's prayer that what we, our answer to this is that we need to be praying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Cause we're going to face these things over and over and over again, every single day, a million moments of the day. And prayer is, is what is something that God has given as a gift to us. Yeah. And, and we pray, we pray for the power to resist temptation mm-hmm. that God grants us. You know, that's in First Corinthians. Yep. We pray for endurance as we suffer through trials and tribulation. Uh, and, and we pray that we wouldn't fall into sin or that that sin wouldn't lead us to despair. We're often praying just for the strength to repent of sin instead mm-hmm. of flee from God. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it looks like. And, and so it's... Prayer, I mean, as we pray about temptation, prayer is the protection that we have, going Mm -hmm. to God, asking him to protect us. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, which which piece of armor in the Ephesians six is prayer? Uh, yes, I'm trying to remember half no, the time. No, yeah, the armor of God is. Yeah, it, yes. it's not that one of the pieces is prayer. The whole the, the whole activity picture. of the soldier wearing the armor of God mm-hmm. is prayer. So you've got the helmet of salvation, yep. the breastpiece yep. of righteousness, the belt of truth, shoes of the gospel of peace, shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Paul's application after he lays out all of that, and you've got the, the you know the shield deflects the mm-hmm. darts and, and all of these things, is that the Christian soldier? You look like you're ready to go for, to war. You're, mm-hmm. You 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 know you want to go out and conquer mm-hmm. Satan's kingdom in in the name of God and plant that flag and, and declare the victory for God. No, Paul says you've got all this armor on, and the very next verse in in Ephesians six is pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Christian soldier prays. Yeah. And the Christian soldier prays because every piece of that armor points us back to Christ. Mm-hmm. That That's, want to talk about how we're equipped for temptation, helmet of salvation. Mm-hmm. Where does our salvation come from? Yeah. Christ. It comes from the Lord. Breastplate yeah. of righteousness. We have mm-hmm. Christ's righteousness, double imputation yep. on the cross. Belt of Boom. truth. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's the truth of God's word. And in both cases, we're pointing that we have been redeemed because Mm -hmm. of Christ. Shoes of the gospel of peace. What's the gospel? Jesus has died on the cross for our sins. Shield of faith. We have faith in Christ. Sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, Mm -hmm. points us to Christ at all times. We are assured of our salvation, wearing the armor, Mm -hmm. and then we are directed to pray. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's the comfort in temptation. That's the defense against sin. It's not our activity. It's not our zeal. It's not our piety. Mm-hmm. It's not even really our training, although we want to be trained. Sure. It's Christ and us being directed back to Christ. It's just like that cyclical sanctification that we keep talking about, just returning mm-hmm. to Christ. And I always have this picture and I'm a music fan, and there's this really, um, yeah, exactly. You never would have guessed. Uh, there's this line in an older, an older Andy Minio song where it's like, you know, you're a blind beggar at the foot of the cross. And I've actually used that analogy in mm-hmm. sermons all the time, and and that is where we are. Again, we get back to the dependency we talked about on the previous episode, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I that I mentioned, and also just this cyclical aspect of sanctification where we are always returning to Christ mm-hmm. uh, and, and allowing the Holy Spirit, again, through the Word of God and seeing the reality of our sinful nature to birth humility, gentleness, and patience so that we can walk in a manner worthy of the calling of Christ in a life of confession and repentance without regret. And that's really a way of honoring Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the divergence of where we need to be and where we actually are in the American church happens, that you, you've distilled it down to the one place. Because in the American church, uh, we look at this idea of uh, resisting temptation as exclusively our activity mm-hmm. and our responsibility in light of the gospel. And in fact, what we find here is God is active because he doesn't want us to fall into temptation. Mm -hmm. He's not tempting us. At the same time, in the American church, the gospel is only for conversion. It Mm -hmm. is only for evangelism. And yet our comfort and our source of life and even our source of resisting temptation Mm is the gospel yeah. for the Christian. Right, right. And when we leave that behind, and, we, and, and it, it's to our detriment. I'm, I'm glad you're going there because I, I felt like that was a good place to 
take this episode as an ending part part um, to focus on that that gospel. And this is kind of a soapbox. I find that offensive to just limit the gospel to only evangelism. I get angry actually, mm-hmm. yeah. and I find that offensive because you're limiting what Christ has come came, what He came to do and accomplished, and it really limits the power of, of the atoning sacrifice of Christ. And I just get offended when that mm-hmm. happens because it is inexhaustible. It is totally inexpressible. And it is more than just evangelism. It yeah, is more than right. that because I, as a disciple of Christ, I need to hear that yep. when the Son sets me free, Amen. he has made me free indeed. I also need to hear that apart from Christ, I can do nothing. Mm-hmm. I also need to hear all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And I come right back mm-hmm. to, but yet when the Son sets you free... You are free indeed, and yep, allow yep. that freedom, the freedom of Christ's victory to inspire me and empower me, mm-hmm. not because I have to, but because I get to. Mm-hmm. Well, and you need to hear that there is therefore now no condemnation Amen. for those who are in Christ Absolutely. Jesus. Yes. Look at what Luther says we actively are praying for in this petition. This is back mm-hmm. to the explanation. Yeah. We pray in this petition that God would guard and keep us. Mm-hmm. Amen. How yeah, does God yeah. guard and keep us? He guards and keeps right. us, you know, through his spirit, through the mystical union we have with Christ in our lives, but he guards and keeps us through the gospel mm-hmm. where we are directed constantly back to the truth of what he has already done for us and we are comforted. Mm-hmm. We are comforted so that when we sin, we can repent and he will faithfully forgive. Yep. And we are comforted that when we are going through trial and that we are suffering, God still cares for us. He hasn't changed his mind. Mm-hmm. Man, I need like a Hammond organ back here. Yeah. He's preaching, he starts <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, as we uh, start to land this plane here in, the, in this episode, uh, I, I've been thinking in the back of my mind throughout this episode that we should pray for our listeners and for ourselves, oh. you know, the things that we're talking about and... You know, it's good. I think it's good to pray, you know, when we're talking about the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, uh, so yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, Lisa, yeah, yeah no, then, prayer. yeah, then if you have some scripture too at the end. Absolutely. Here, but uh, yeah, let's pray. Uh, Lord, thank you for uh, being such a gracious God to us. Thank you for this part of the Lord's Prayer that you gave your disciples and you give us modern day disciples uh, the same prayer. And uh, we pray that you will lead us not into temptation and as we've fleshed that out here and talked about it, discussed it, we pray that this would be indeed be uh, your activity, your work in our lives, in, in our lives as, as the, the podcasters and then all the people listening to this too, that you would lead us not into temptation. And uh, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for protecting us, for providing for us, and for uh, working in us in that way. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Uh, from First Thessalonians chapter 5. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from what is evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next time as we continue our discussion on the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer, looking at an Old Testament passage and its application to our lives. God bless you and have a great day.